and welcome to this podcast from the Human Wisdom Project. I'm Manoj Krishna, and today I'm joined by my guest Linda Fussell, who's a life and well-being coach. If you want to find out more about the project, please visit humanwisdom.me. Linda, welcome. Hi, Manoj. It's lovely to be with you again today. And today we want to talk about the Human Wisdom Project. Yes. And I'd like to start with, what is wisdom? Many different people will have different definitions of the word wisdom. Some people think it comes from experience. Some people think it comes from books. But the way we're approaching it with the Human Wisdom Project is this wisdom comes from deeper self-understanding, from understanding yourself and how your own mind works. So each person's wisdom is held within their mind? Yes, so each of us has our own innate wisdom in ourselves, just waiting to be uncovered, if you like. So one of the key ideas is that we human beings are different on the outside. Yeah. We look different, but on the inside we have different contents in our memories. Mm -hmm. And that's why we think we're unique. Yeah. But just like our heart works in the same way, studying the heart and understanding how it functioned allowed us to prevent and overcome so many problems linked to the heart. Mm -hmm. And the heart functions in the same way in everybody. Yeah. (laughs) So similarly, understanding the way the human mind functions allows us to prevent and overcome many problems linked to our thinking and that awakens our own wisdom. Yeah, I love that. That's, I mean, we've, we've seen a real upsurge in neuroscience and various other studies of the brain. And this wisdom is almost going back to ancient, ancient cultures, ancient philosophies, where all this innate knowledge is there. Yes, it's but... It's already there. You see, the interesting thing is, this wisdom has to be discovered freshly by each person in their own lives through their own learning of themselves for it to be a living thing. So if you take a toddler, every toddler has the, assuming everything's in place, has the ability to learn to walk, but everyone has to do their own journey to learn how to walk. And whether they take one year or one year and two months, Whatever's needed, one year and three months, one year, two years, it doesn't matter. They all eventually find a way of walking, with or without aid or however. Or another analogy is like learning to swim. Yeah. Watching other people swim or reading a book about swimming. (laughs) It's not going to save you when you fall in. And you could say, well, 5,000 years ago, people discovered swimming, but it's still not going to help you swim. No. You have to get in the water and start. And, yep. and that is what the Human Wisdom Project's about. It's about helping each and every person, no matter who they are in the world, to discover this wisdom for themselves. And that journey can be uncomfortable to start with. Getting into a pool when it's cold can be a shock. Yes, or Going just even the anxiety of it. The concept of getting in. Yes, remember yeah. in the beginning when we all learned to swim, we were all a bit scared of the water, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. And when we got in and learned, then the fear went away. 
So it's natural for the human mind to be slightly anxious about looking inwards. Perfect. But there's absolutely nothing to worry about because Mm. you wouldn't be anxious, for example, about studying the way the heart works. Yeah, because we know so much about it now. Yeah. So why, why are we anxious about understanding the way our mind works? Because it's not unique to you and me. It's the human mind we're studying, see? Right. Or we're exploring. It's a bit like saying we're looking at the same moon together. Yeah. yeah. I didn't invent the moon, neither did you. Yeah. We don't own the moon. Yeah. But by looking at it together, we can learn together. That's why it's called the human wisdom project. That's a fantastic way. It leads beautifully into what is the human wisdom project. So really what I wanted um, was to bring the gift of this wisdom to every human being. Because I like that gift. Yes. The gift. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. It's completely life-changing. Mm. in a hundred ways you can have an extraordinary life on the inside mm-hmm. with if you live with this wisdom even though on the outside your life could be very ordinary yeah see then you don't need so much on the outside to feel good on the inside because yeah. the wisdom already enables you to do that see yeah and when i talk to children they get it faster than adults do they don't have all the preconceived, um, I want to say barriers, but they don't have all these things up around them that are conflicting or restricting. They're, they're open. Their minds are open to questioning. Open. And this wisdom comes from learning, see, about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have forgotten the art of learning. How would you define learning? Well, for a mind that is open to learning, we need to... First of all, not have any preconceived ideas of what we're looking at. We need not to be frightened of the thing that we're looking at. We need to be curious. Curious. We need to have passion, commitment, you know. Because after all, what could be more interesting than learning about yourself and about being human? Yeah. Yeah. But at the moment, you see, education which is all about learning, is only one-dimensional. We're only learning about the world around us, but not about ourselves. And as a result of that, all the problems that humanity faces for which there is no easy solution begins in our thinking. Mm. That's a big concept. That's a great concept. It really takes you into a... We're, being, we're teaching everybody to operate in the world, but we're not teaching them to understand who they are and how they interact with the world. Yes, we're not doing that. So, for example, let's look at the list of things that human beings don't have a solution to that begin in our thinking. Mm-hmm. All the mental health problems. Yeah. Stress is 80%, anxiety 20%. Addiction, 10% of the population in some studies. Relationship breakdown, up to 50% of marriages. And maybe a percentage of the remaining are unhappy for various reasons. Mm -hmm. 
violence. Yeah. All the divisions in our society, different groups and so on, war. And of course, climate change too. Because that's driven by human behavior, Mm. which is driven by human thinking. So all the problems that we face come from our thinking, which have no easy solution. So to solve them and or prevent them, we need to go deeper to understand their origins in our thinking. So is that what the Human Wisdom Project is trying to do? It's trying to take us into ourselves to understand? Or what, what is it trying to do? Okay, so to give you an example of this wisdom in action, mm. it's based around asking questions. Okay. okay. So for example, say I'm born on this side of the street in Belfast. I'm Catholic. Yeah. On the other side, I might be Protestant. Mm-hmm. We may grow up hating each other. We right. may never ask why. Now, the same is true in other parts of the world, mm. different groups. Mm. If we asked why do we hate people we've never met, then we would realize that we've all been conditioned. Mm-hmm. And we're not aware of our influences, mm-hmm. and yet we are attached to them. Yeah. And the same process has occurred in me and the other person. So deep down, the mind functions in the same way, just like the heart does. Mm -hmm. But on the surface, it causes all these problems, you see. We think that that is us. We think that we are those things which are just a conditioning. Yes, we are attached to it. Mm. I'm attached to the idea of my, whatever it might, my opinion, my belief. Mm. Nothing wrong with it. But see the division it creates Mm. and the hatred and so on. So, or take the example um, of, say, fear. You know, fear shapes our lives in so many ways. But fear is a protection. Our brain is fearful of things that might hurt or harm or cause pain. Yes. So fear has its rightful place in our lives. But at the moment it operates unconsciously. So it makes... All the threats we have, it magnifies all the threats. Yeah. We imagine scenarios that don't exist. Yeah. And it builds walls in which we live, and we think those walls are real, but they're imaginary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it stops us doing things to live a rich life, makes us distrustful of others, and so on. So it's going deeper The Human Wisdom Project is going deeper to understand the root of how our minds function. It's the same in all human beings. So, for example, all minds are conditioned. We compare all the time. Our minds are reactive. We have emotional needs. We don't understand Mm -hmm. and so on. Okay. That's, yeah, that makes loads of sense. So if, if this is now understanding us and asking questions of us, how did you even get to that point of going, I want to start a human wisdom project. I have these questions. And if I have these questions, other people will have these questions. What what was your what was your starting point? How did you even how did you question enough to go, hey, there's something that I need to know more? Well, I remember when I was really young, even eighteen, I was sitting with a friend. Um it was very clear in my mind, we were talking about the future. And I said to him that 
Is our future just going to be the world around us changing? Okay. Or is it also going to be an enriching journey on the inside? As an 18-year-old, that's quite profound. Yeah, that was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. And then I was inspired by an Aboriginal elder I met in Brisbane when I was training to be a spine surgeon. And he said to me, traveller, there's no path. Paths are made by walking. Mm, And so at the end of a long day of surgery, several, about seven, six, seven years ago, I was driving home and a hospital in the Middle East got bombed and there was children screaming. It was a radio program. Mm. And that really moved me. And I felt we human beings need to do better. We can do better. And with the simple understanding of ourselves and how our minds work, which is hidden from our awareness. It's the subconscious, isn't it? We can be much much better versions of Mm. ourselves if we live with this wisdom. So that's when I transitioned out of medicine and started working in schools. And then the feedback from children was so amazing that I thought, how can we bottle up this wisdom and take it to the world? And that's when we thought of the Human Wisdom app and the project and so on. Children are amazing. They, they are naturally curious. They ask questions. They want to know more. But if we spend time asking them questions, they come out with all sorts of yes. wisdom. I mean, we laugh at it, you know, but it's, yes. it's wise. They're wise words that often come out. Out of the mouths of babes, we say. Well, 10-year-old children who I love have told me fear is just an imagination playing up. Yeah. Or stress is just the difference between how things are and how I want them to be. Or my best one to end all war is to realize we are the same ice cream, just different flavors. Oh, that is just beautiful. That is just wonderful. (laughs) That really, that's magical. What I mean is this wisdom is innate in all human beings and it just needs to be drawn out. You know, the root word of the word education, educere, is to draw out, not to put in. Right, and our education system is do this, do this, do this, feeding in all the time with less time to question. So it's not to say that what we're currently doing is wrong. We're just saying it's one dimension. Mm. And we need to also embrace the other dimension, Mm. which is this richness of learning about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I really do love that. It's great. So if you've been on this journey and you've... um, When did the Human Wisdom Project start? Well, my journey began about seven years ago. Okay. But about um, in May last year, once the lockdown came from COVID, I thought, okay, now we've got space. What can we do to take this to the world? And that's when the idea of the Human Wisdom Project was born and we started building the app. Okay. You know. So from a personal perspective, what benefits have you seen from applying these... Um, questioning modalities, techniques, um, all the wonderful things that the app brings in your own life. And what, so what have you w- witnessed for yourself, but also what have you witnessed for people around you that have been experiencing Yeah, so it's, the main thing is you live deep down with a sense of peace. Wow, that's huge because so many people are living under yeah. 
Like a coiled spring, like a, a tight band, yeah. Because then your inner happiness doesn't depend as much on external circumstances. Mm-hmm. You can meet the challenges of life without getting stressed or anxious. Your relationships become healthier. Mm-hmm. You become wiser in terms of how well you listen, when you speak or when you don't speak. Yeah. You can understand others much better because deep down they're the same as you. Mm-hmm. Right? They're also conditioned. They also operate from fear, self-interest, you know, just like you do and so on. Yeah. But for me... I think the biggest gift this could bring to all of humanity is it awakens compassion. Living with wisdom awakens compassion. Define compassion. Compassion is having a feeling of care. Ah, yeah. Interest in others. For yourself and for others. Mm -hmm. Not just for the people in your life, in your circle wider for all human beings, for the world we live in, for the earth and Mm. so on. See? Yeah. And when you look at a tree, for example, or you look at the sky, it's a completely different feeling. Yeah. Because you feel connected, you feel one with the universe and and so on. Yeah. You see, all this is a movement that's beyond language. Yeah. The words cannot actually describe it. You know, just like no amount of language can tell you what water tastes like. Mm. No amount of describing it will tell you what living with wisdom is like. Yeah. But it's in everybody's grasp to begin walking and discover this for themselves. And all we're trying to do is make it easy and walk with people as they do that. Yeah. Are there people that this isn't for? Are you saying it's in everybody's grasp? Uh, okay, let me put it differently. You know, when you get 100 children turning up to a swimming pool to learn to swim, everybody who wants to learn to swim yeah. learns to swim. And everybody does it in their own pace. And some need a bit more help than others. But if you really want to learn to swim, you can. Yeah. yeah. And swimming doesn't require you to have been to school or college or university or got a PhD. No. Or to have the designer brand swimming costume. No, it's a skill. Yeah. Every human being can learn that. It's an experience. Yes. It's it's trying something out and seeing how you're better at it. Some people are better at breaststroke, some people are better at crawl. It's getting in and trying. It's like that feeling. Aboriginal saying, it's like just start walking. <laughs> Yeah. Just start looking and learning about yourself. Yeah. In that journey is the discovery of wisdom. It's lovely. It is lovely. So when we're looking at the wisdom that we've got in ourselves, and you talk about it's available to everybody and it, um, compassion is for the whole world, where do you see the Human Wisdom Project going what is the, the benefits to the, to the wider world? What are the benefits to me as a person, myself? And where is the boundary of where these benefits could go? You know, for the individual who's listening, saying, this is a strange idea. Mm. What's in some it? people are going, what are you talking about? What's in it for me? Yeah. See, 
what this can do is prevent problems. See, at the moment, we have a different fire extinguisher for stress, another one for anxiety, yeah. another one for relationships, another, another one for addiction. But we never talk about prevention. Mm -hmm. See, when you have a building, you, mm -hmm. have, you think so carefully about how you can stop fires from starting. Yeah. And then if a fire breaks out, what would you do? We never do that about our own lives. We never think about how can we prevent stress, anxiety, addiction, relationship breakdown, violence, war, all of that. And this wisdom, living with this wisdom, can help us prevent that and more easily overcome these challenges as they occur. Of course, challenges in life are always inevitable, aren't they? Well, they're part of growth. They take us to the next stage. We understand a different level. We, we go into a, a greater, it's a greater experience of, oh, that's what that means. That's what that feels like. Now I understand. It's that curiosity again. Yes. Challenges, I see challenges as opportunities of, personally, of what can I take from this? What am of I learning? learning. See, what am I learning from it? If you have a mind open to learning, then your stress and your anxiety and your conflicts become opportunities mm. for you to learn more about the deeper layers of your own thinking. Mm. And in that learning is the birth of wisdom. Mm. Nice. Very nice. But long term, this wisdom could also help solve some of humanity's existential problems. For example, just take climate change. Okay. We've got COP20... Six, Six coming, coming up. up. Yes. Yeah. No, num no amount of electric cars or wind turbines is going to solve the problem of climate change because the origins of it in our own thinking have not been understood. Okay. See, the human mind is restless. It feels empty on the inside and it needs things on the outside to make it feel better on the inside, which is why we consume so much, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. We're always, and of course, the first thing you buy, you buy a new car, it becomes an old car in a week or two, yeah. and then you need something new. Yeah. But if you lived with this sense of peace inside, we're not saying consumption is wrong. We're just saying it finds its rightful balance in your life. So with this wisdom, we human beings could avoid war, you know, live with a sense of peace and so on. So there are many, many benefits. You're talking about judgment there, I think. You know, the way you were talking, it's war and um, having a, a new car that becomes an old car. That's a judgment, isn't it? It's, a, it's, a, it's an inner way of thinking. And what you're saying is that by questioning and understanding that that's an external view yes. and we find our inner peace, yes. we overcome that, that driver for, huh, that's not good enough. Huh, I don't like that. Yes. I'm jealous of that. I want that. This isn't good enough anymore. We're, we're finding the... It's okay. Or we can ask questions. Why? What's behind my feeling of jealousy? Why am I restless? What's going on? Yeah. Have you noticed that the new thing I bought last week, now I don't even look at it anymore? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? And so on. But you see, the ultimate gift of this wisdom is it allows us to live at peace with ourselves, with each other, and the earth. Because our time on That's earth huge. is so limited, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it says a human, how do we live our best human lives? Yes. And living with wisdom allows you to do that. That's, that's wonderful.
So what's the vision for the future? Well, you know, we've built this Human Wisdom app, which is going to be launching very soon. But we want to use the revenue or some of the revenues from that to create the Human Wisdom Foundation, okay. to translate the, this understanding into multiple languages so the poor can have it for free. Because oh, this wisdom should not be uh, only for the people who can afford it. Every human being should mm -hmm. be able to access it. Mm -hmm. And then we want to build teacher training academies so that we can train teachers, so they can teach children the art of questioning, discovering this wisdom for themselves. So in that way, we can transform the future of humanity. That sounds fantastic. That really does sound absolutely... But it comes from a very simple, it starts from a really simple idea. So you talk about the app. What does the app actually do? So we've got about 59 modules inside the app and mm -hmm. what it does is it helps, it walks with you and goes step by step as you, helps you to learn about yourself, how your mind works and then applies that understanding to many different areas of your life like stress and anxiety mm -hmm. and how to be happy and how to have healthy relationships or avoid addiction, avoid obesity, it teaches you leadership skills. Uh, how to deal with death, the okay. idea of death, how to live with peace, how to cope with anger or fear, and so on. So it covers the entire spectrum of the human experience, but it's rooted in learning about ourselves. So nothing that's there in the app is true until you see it clearly for yourself. Basically, until you clean your windows and see out into the brightness. Yes. It sounds like there's an awful lot available on the app. Is it going to take me hours and hours of studying or exploring? Or how, you know, how much time do I need to invest? Think of it as a life companion, like a friend. Oh, okay. You know, like you talk to a friend every day. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something you go to to learn. So there are lots of features inside the app that can be helpful. We've got okay. wisdom stories, we've got an online journal, there's podcasts, there's a forum you can talk to other people, there's a cafe you can drop in on and meet other people, online of course. Um, and then you can just take your time and just, if you have a particular problem you can dip into the app, say I've had an argument, I want to read mm -hmm. about relationships or I'm stressed, I can talk about that. Or you can just be curious. So people have the freedom to explore it in their way. But I'd say 15, 20 minutes a day is enough. That's, that sounds doable. And um, it sounds great to be able to dip in and do little pieces as and when you need to. So there's a program you can follow, if I'm understanding, there's a program you can follow. And yet you can dip into specific bits wherever you need them and just pick out what you need in as little or as much time as you have available Yes. On that day. And also, there's no end goal. It's not like you're climbing to the top of a mountain. Okay. Every step you take on this journey of learning about yourself awakens something in you mm -hmm. and enriches your life in some mm -hmm. way. So it's the journey that is enriching. There is no real fixed destination. You've never actually conquered anything. You, you Every time, and I, I know this, I can read things over and over, but I read it... You know, whatever I read 10 years ago, I understood it in a completely different way. It was my 
10 years younger self that mm. understood it. And now when I read it, I see it with today's wisdom. And when I read it tomorrow, I'm different again from experiences I've had today. So every day when I read something, it has a slightly different meaning. I read, I interpret what I need to interpret out of it. Yes. I get what I need at that moment. Yes, so we're changing from moment to moment. Always. Yeah. So the learning about ourselves also needs to change from mm. moment to moment. And it becomes second nature, mm. you know, as you travel with the, and you live. It's like any skill. It's building a skill. So what you're saying is the app is actually building the skill within us yes. to question and to, to be curious and to ask, so what is that? So why is that? So, ah, I have those tools. I could use that. What if I tried that? How if I, what if I approach something like that? And as you learn more and more about yourself, you'll find greater and greater freedom. Mm. You find you don't compare anymore. You're not jealous at mm. all. Imagine a world with no jealousy and no yes. comparison. Yeah. Wow. Or you don't get stressed as much because you realize stress comes from your own thinking, from your reactions to the world mm -hmm. and so on. And you don't live with fear. Can you imagine how your life would change if yeah. you didn't live with fear? Or if fear had its rightful place in your life? Yeah, fear was there as a protection that you could then go, hey, is that real or is that not real? Yes. How does that apply to me today? It was real 10 years ago, but it's not real now. Exactly. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, do you have a last word that you want to leave our listeners with? No, I'd just say, this is a really beautiful thing. It's never been taught to you, to any of us. It was not part of our education at all. But it's never too late to learn about yourself, to discover this wisdom which can be completely life-changing. You can begin today. That's amazing. And I, I, from, from my side, Manash, I just want to say thank you for bringing this to the world. It is beautiful. And what it does and what it has an opportunity to bring to the wider humanity, that compassion and that peace, that inner peace, that inner understanding and challenging is just fantastic. So thank you. Well, maybe I should end with one more thing, which is this project belongs to all of humanity. Mm. See, the other day a 10-year-old girl told me something that I hadn't thought about. Okay. And it went into the program. Fantastic. So anyone who uses the program or engages with it has an opportunity to share their own insights, their own learnings. And if it's true and universal, it goes in the program. So the program is dynamic, it's going to continually evolve as we human beings engage with it more and more. So you're actually saying that the, the app itself, the Human Wisdom app itself, is also on a journey of growth through curiosity and asking questions and getting insights and sharing that out again. So yes. it's a, it's a two-way street. Yes, it's like you and me looking at the moon together. Mm. Today I might say I've looked at the moon longer than you, Linda, <laughs> and maybe I'll tell you one, two, three. But tomorrow you'll look and say, Manoj, you missed that. Yeah. And I'll say, thank you, Linda. Yeah. And that's why it's the Human Wisdom Project. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. So this podcast comes to you from the Human Wisdom Project to explore all the ideas that we've talked about in this podcast please visit humanwisdom.me. Thank you for listening.